I'm really lucky sitting today. I'm always lucky, aren't I? Because I get to interview people that are going to give up parts of their lives to make a difference in the world and also come back with a lot more knowledge and about the rest of the world. But um, yeah, alumni are wonderful, but sometimes I have the opportunity of getting to know somebody um, quite well before they head off on their uh, trip. And I met Greg Spira at a BCCIC meeting. When was that, Greg? Boy, that would have been sometime in May of 2008, maybe? Was it May 2008? Or June or something? I something just started like work. And, um, and we talked very briefly, and then we began to talk a little bit more. And you applied with your wonderful wife, who I met, Carolyn. Um, when I talked to you, uh, you talked about some of the things that you had done. And you tell me about your... You had been to South America somewhere and done some interesting work. Tell us a bit about that. Well, I was in Bolivia. Uh, I was doing my master's degree in professional communication, focusing on using dialogue approaches as a way to bridge gaps in communities. And, uh, and so I was running what's called a photo voice project, where cameras are handed over to a group of community members, and they are basically set loose to document photographically the issues that matter to them. And then they bring their photographs to a community meeting type forum discussion groups where they talk about the priorities for the community and develop plans for, for the future. So it gives them a sense of ownership of the project and and puts their face in the project. Does Is that kind of what it means? It brings their perspectives to the forefront because ultimately who knows their community best? It's them. Okay. It's not me as an outsider. It's not an NGO worker who knows what needs to be done in a community. It's the community that knows intimately the best things for themselves. And so this is just really a way to draw out their insights and build a, a spirit of collaboration between all the different members in the community so that they can move forward together uh, in planning for what they want to see happen in their community, answer the question, just what is development for us? Okay, so when I listened to you just now, I heard some in incredibly important uh, key words and uh, philosophy of you, Greg, and I'm sure it's the same with Carolyn, of why it is you were the kind of person we selected to do a project. So I'm really proud to have you on board. Now, you together you applied. It's um, So you applied as a couple, and you wanted to be placed together, right? Yes, we did. And that was one of the things that, that QSO VSO did that we found was not really widely available or considered in other uh, volunteer sending organizations was an understanding that it is important to keep couples together and not just that, but to keep both of them working so that both people are growing as individuals and fulfilled. And we're both very much interested in the collaborative aspect that we've volunteered and worked overseas in other capacities, whether it be in international development or, or just travel. And so we, we both have a passion, and if we only one of us had gone overseas with a placement, the other one would have felt somehow like they were giving up something right. rather than gaining something. And, Amita, you said at the, 
the onset that we're giving up part of two years of our life, we're not. We're gaining two years of our life. Because without, without this, now this is what makes life rich. That and is amazing to hear. Now, Carolyn was also, was she in Bolivia too? No, she wasn't. Okay, she wasn't. You were there. I was there on my own. And you learned Spanish there? No, we had, um, we, Carolyn and I lived in Spain for a year together. Uh, oh, during that's it. For second year of university. Yes, okay. And so that's where we both learned Spanish. And then I subsequently worked in um, Mexican history, studied that at a graduate school level. Oh. And, and then uh, worked with uh, undocumented Mexican immigrants in the U.S. Oh, my goodness. And, and so, so my Spanish has just been an ongoing mm -hmm. uh, language that I've used and, and developed. Carolyn speaks French. She does, yes. Beautifully. She writes well. She's Quebecoise. She's Quebecoise, okay. And your French is, is good, but not brilliant, right? <laughs> not as good as my Spanish, but it'll get much better over the next two years. All right. Now, so um, you get your assignment, and I remember you waiting for this match, and finally, this is part of the process. The partner organization looks at your resume and decides whether you're the match, huh? Yes, that's right. It's not about us. The first step is not we tell uh, the volunteer or prospective volunteer telling the partner we like you, we don't like you, we want to do that there. It's the other way around, which ultimately because we're sharing our skills, well, our skills should go where the a partner feels that they're needed. Mm -hmm. Not where we feel or QSO VSO feels it's needed, but where the partners feel it's needed. So mat being matched that way makes sense. And uh, so, yeah, we, we got our, our offers. And, and so where are you going? We are going to northern Cameroon, uh, a city of about 300,000 people called Mahua, uh, in the extreme north province. 300,000? I didn't realize that. I, th I guess it's grown over the years. It has. Wow. Apparently in the last 10 years it's added about 100,000 people. Is it a very Muslim part of the country? It's about 25% Muslim in okay. the area. Mm -hmm. So there is a significant Muslim population. Mm -hmm. um, there's quite a diverse population, really. Mm. And it's uh, a more conservative area culturally, okay. which will make things interesting in my placement. So I've been listening to you uh, in the last day. Uh, first of all, you came to say, to the BCCIC uh, AGM, and I saw you saying goodbye to quite a few people. And I, I'm seeing you getting ready to leave. So it's been, you've been in Anaimo. You've had to. You're giving up your apartment. You're packing. You're thinking about family. I hear all these plans to go to different places to make sure that you're you know well grounded with your family before you go that's all really great and you're also trying to get down to one suitcase which seems to be i would find it incredibly challenging so and you're going to you've just received a grant from our public engagement team and what is that grant going to be doing what are you going to be doing there well as as my my placement in northern cameroon is with three different organizations uh that work in hiv aids uh, support, advocacy, stigma reduction, and and so I'll be doing mon uh, I'll be working as a monitoring and, and evaluation advisor. And one of the the 
tools that I bring is a method called photo voice, as I mentioned before. Mm -hmm. And so we'll be bringing with me, thanks to the public engagement grant, uh, six cameras that will be handed over to both the partners and community members as identified by the partners and what they want to potentially explore in terms of issues with their own stakeholders and uh, taking pictures and, and uh, creating really a an insider's perspective of what is done, what needs to be done, and and what is important to the people who are most affected by the work that these organizations do. And we, we often see documentaries or reports in the newspapers or, or books written by uh, a, a, from a Western perspective on the work that is done in, say, the HIV-AIDS field. But we rarely hear uh, about the way that the work is perceived or the issues are perceived from local perspectives. And so um, handing these digital cameras over to the, uh, the partners and the community members, we hope to draw out some of those local insights that really tell the story about why we're doing the work that we're doing. Okay, that sounds exciting. I hope that you'll take a recorder, and I think you're going to do some podcasts. I'll ask you to do some podcasts in, in the local language, first in French, but in the traditional language of the area you're going to be in. I want to hear what that sounds like. Okay. Yeah, please. And as I hope that I'll be able to understand it too. We'll yeah. Be, we are given language training, so so that's uh, it's great that we'll be learning Fufuld a little bit, probably enough to get by in the market at least. And so before you go, I'm going to hopefully interview Carolyn and find out about her placement, and uh, from all of us at QSOVSO and many Canadians and Americans, all of us that work together, VSO International, I wish you bon voyage. <laughs> I see I said it in French <laughs> and uh, we look forward to hearing your um, reports, your blogs so I think, are you going to go to mypodcastworld.com no, mypodcastworld uh, forward slash Cameroon that will be your, your spot and uh, you can uh, then continue on and I'm going to follow your adventure I look forward to sharing everything from the field uh, and uh, and living as a cooperant, yeah, VSO volunteer, QSO VSO volunteer, and uh, really look forward to everything. And thank QSO VSO for all their support, Numida, uh, you especially. Oh, <laughs> without you, I wouldn't wouldn't be here. Well, you keep well, keep your health well, and uh, keep communicating. And I'm sure you'll do great work. HIV/AIDS is very important to me, as you know. Yes. So uh, think of me when you're doing it. Sometimes. I will. Thanks. Thank you.